0: You are listening to the Work Life UBIOSIS podcast with your host, Charleston Edwards. If this is your first time here, welcome. My goal is simple, to bring harmony and balance to this world, starting with the family. There is so much more to life than the nine to five. And this show is designed to bring you inspiration, motivation, and practical solutions to bring balance and joy back to your life. Work-life balance is not a myth, it's a choice. Themes on this show range widely between faith, family rhythms, work, and lifestyle philosophies. You will also hear burning ladder essays submitted by our community of friends and listeners who ditched the rat race, beat burnout, to pursue a more balanced and purposeful life. My hope is that this show and the stories shared will provide encouragement motivation, and will provide some ideas that will be valuable to you on your journey to work life freedom. So let's dive into today's episode. Most mornings, I enjoy opening the blinds and letting the light flood into the house as the sun rises. As the light shines in, my attitude turns into gratitude. The purpose of light is is to remove darkness. Our world can be pretty dark. Violence, disasters, diseases, traumas, shootings, human trafficking, and injustices plague us. And the injustices are harsh judgments that further divide us. Most of us are quick to make judgments. I'm pointing the finger at myself in this criticism of those who judge. I can be snarky and stubborn. This is dangerous territory, and it's why I'm focusing on the spiritual heart in this four-part series on the heart. My judgment is always on the culture, and I blame culture for my burnout five years ago. In my journey out of burnout, I concluded that my relationship with the rat race was at war with my relationship with family. My ability to be a, a loving husband and a model father was being compromised. Not just my home, but millions across the globe faced these same challenges protecting the home from the rat race. Many of us shine our lights bright in the rat race, but darken our hearts after hours. Today I'm realizing the deeper meaning of the song, This Little Light of Mine, that many of us sing as children. The deeper epiphany is that light, that light, isn't all about me. When I make that light about me, it will burn out. Too often I get so enamored with my own light that I judge the darkness, I judge culture, and I judge the rat race. I get hard-hearted about my thoughts. I was burned by it, and the wounds are still there. So, what do I do with that? How can I share my light authentically at work and at home? Is my judgment making me hard-hearted, stubborn, or even less loving? Is my light shining at all? How can what I know about my faith be part of the solution to helping others who may be wounded in the same way. In these questions, I've found faith as a key to my own recovery, but I've also struggled with how to best communicate it. So my best way of explaining is by sharing how my spiritual light got reignited. Own Your Five to Nine has a mission to support individuals from burnout to balance. As I shared in last week's newsletter and podcast, my first clues of burnout started with heart palpitations caused by stress at work, stress in my diet, and stress in my environment at large. Imagine a four-way intersection that looks like this. Career stress, where my heart lost passion, Family stress, where my heart was concerned for my family health. Health stress, where my heart was impacted by a bad diet and career stress. And fourth, faith stress, where my heart was being stirred by God. These four highways were running parallel, and they eventually wrecked at a four-way intersection in my 40s. At the pandemic, which was like an out-of-control 18-wheeler on top of this, I knew something had to change. This crash put me on high alert for just about everything. The foods I was consuming, the media that was on my screen, the content of my kids was watching, and the values that I was being asked to take on at work. I praise God today that the Holy Spirit's transformational work was working in me out of this collision. My journey to living a more balanced life started right there at a burned-out intersection. But this goes way beyond balance. My journey was to find out where my light went. My pursuit was to turn back to my faith and look to the good news in the Bible. Burnout can take people to very low places mentally. And I was there. Rest, hope, Peace and joy are all freedoms that were promised when Jesus died and resurrected for our own flaws. This is all good news, but why was I miserable and still needing a full life reset? Who else suffers with these demands of life? Why are Christians living in misery? Why is anyone living in misery? I looked around and I saw millions amid the great resignation feeling the same way. Anxious, restless, worried, and burned out. Yes, there were a wide number of reasons, but punching the clock for the sake of punching the clock finally hit a breaking point, and people quit. Some found greener pastures, others started their own businesses, and some retired early. This all ignited a new fire in me to get answers to why the Great Resignation happened and where I fit into all of this. If the gospel is the promise of good news to all aspects of our life, and not just Sundays, then why is burnout an epidemic plaguing our society? There are a few scriptures that stand out to me that speak directly to what I call The Rat Race versus God's Pace. 1 John 2, in its entirety, speaks to light versus dark. Light is pursuing what pleases God, and dark is pursuing what pleases our eyes. This poses the question what pleases God? In summary of the entire Bible, it's to love God and love others as yourself. Light is love. And dark is hate. In my pursuit of pleasing God, I do continue to fall short. We all do. Shame, fear, disgust, worry, depression, anxiety, and judgment darken our hearts. But is this reason to hide our light? How do we get light back into our hearts? How do we run this race and not burn out? Is there hope when we continue to fail? Perhaps you've asked these same questions. There is good news to these questions, and that is in the good news. The good news is the gospel, which is simply a restoration of relationship. Let's take the story of the prodigal son as an example of the good news in a biblical story of burnout. It's in Luke fifteen, eleven 11-32. As parents, we can fully embrace the roller coaster of emotions in this story. The younger of two sons leaves home chasing the lures of this world, and the rat race gets the best of him. He lost his wealth and his dignity in the rat race. He made poor decisions out of pride. He was living life without the relationship or guidance of his father. This son returned home humbly after the fallout from all his poor choices. His father embraced him. Not only that, but the father also threw a grand celebration with great joy for his son's return home. This son went from the rat race to God's pace. The good news is that we all have the choice to return to a loving and heavenly father who desires our relationship and radically accepts His children with a repentant heart. A repentant heart is one that is being filled with light. I bet that son was pretty faithful and God paced going forward after having a radical encounter with love after burnout. Sometimes it takes going through dark places and judgment to experience the radical and unconditional love of God so that we can shine our lights with purified hearts. We can defeat shame and find self-compassion because of the radical love of God, who together with the second member of the Godhead, Jesus, laid down his life to ransom us from ourselves. Restoration through a relationship with God is a journey forward into new territory, but we aren't alone. Our faith and belief in this amazing grace and love Is the change agent to propel us forward, accompanied by the third member of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit. This companionship lights the way like a lamp on a dark path, showing the missteps and helping us to return to our course, walking at God's pace. This episode is brought to you by Own Your Five to Nine. An organization committed to freeing families of the rat race and burnout. Every organization has a leader, mission, and a set of values that drives the organization. But this is commonly missed in the most important organization in the world the family. An organization has one mission for how it will impact the world. Why not the family? An organization goes into strategic planning to align its values, mission, and projects. Why not the family? Who's Home, a strategic planning guide for families is a workbook and a tool needed in all households. Who's Home takes a strategic planning approach with 10 guided exercises to define your core family values, family mission, and tools to operationalize how your family does life together. If your family is facing big decisions, Who's Home is for you? If you're considering a career pivot, whose home is for you? If you desire more intentionality and harmony in your home, whose home is for you? Create a healthy culture, not a hustle culture, at home. Visit ownyour to 9com to claim your copy today. Burnout is not always associated with bad choices. Burnout can be the cause of doing too much of a good thing or being stuck in an environment that is misaligned with our values and priorities. The good news is that we don't have to do it all. It's good news that we don't have to be perfect. It's good news that we don't have to worship productivity or worry about not having enough earthly possessions. It's the good news that our priority of glorifying God and sharing our light with others through the full expression of love. We are still flawed humans and burnout happens in our earthly pursuits. We can become forgetful when isolated from community of like-minded people with the same purpose. The good news is that we don't have to be perfect. We just have to make progress wholeheartedly. Progress is making the effort to be in a relationship with God and trust Him daily. Because of that relationship, we get to become more and more like Jesus every day. I'd like to point out the elephant in the room. Is faith important in healing burnout? The answer to that question is an individual and personal response. As mentioned, I wrestle with how to talk about my faith as I've been in work environments that have shunned this. I wrestled with this topic for the last few weeks. How can I take the underlying themes of the Bible and condense them into something articulate and digestible? Should I even say anything? Is me not saying anything hiding my light? What if I get criticized and hateful responses? What if someone tells me that I am what's wrong with this world? What if I get canceled? These are real questions ruminating in my head, even as I'm writing and reading this. So I've had to address my fear of hiding my light with a lot of prayer and reading the Bible. I can give health tips, time management tips, and family harmony tips until the cows come home. But I would only be telling half the truth if I didn't share with you where my light comes from and why it's important. I was reminded this week by reading Matthew 10 and 32 which says, Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Those are strong words from Jesus. So here we are. For the history of the world, we have gotten it all wrong and sought to do life on our own without God. Even with the good news, we are pretty stubborn. We burn out and the light is gone. But God is good and has given his amazing grace and great patience for us as many people as possible to be restored and to a relationship back to him. Furthermore, the good news promises rest, not later, but right now. For those of us who are burned out and tired, this is good news. Rest isn't just the Sabbath day, but the rest that comes from the living for God wholeheartedly, not hardheartedly. It's the cure for our anxious and worrisome thoughts and emotions. It's a promise that we can rest on and put our hopes on. This is life. This is joy. This is light after the dark. If you're in a place of burnout, or perhaps you're looking back at your own four-way intersection collision... Here are a few questions that may be helpful as it has been for me. Number one, what if the lowest point of my life is the purpose for the highest point in my life? Number two, could my experience of burnout be the pressure point of producing the pearls of my new endeavors? Number three, could any of my traumatic experiences in life be redeemed to bring glory to God? and better way to love and understand others. Number four, can burnout be an opportunity to ignite a light that I was designed to shine? Did you answer yes to any of these questions? If the answer was yes, I would challenge you to pick up the Who's Home workbook, which has deeper reflection questions that can be tackled as a family. It's a tool for hard-working parents to dream, plan, and recalibrate together. It evaluates family values, family habits, and family goals with prompted questions that will produce your own unique strategic plan. The guide then takes all of these components to then put a plan together around the most important priorities. Whose home is about defining the purpose of the home and ending the rat race reactionary state of mind that we get trapped in, whose home is meant to bring light back into the home. We all have a design to do certain things, to do things certain ways, to bring different gifts into this world and have compassion for different situations. We all see injustices in different ways, Then we all have different skill sets, different networks, and different gifts to carry forth our own different desires. It all works in harmony for the good of this world. We all have a little light to shine. Burnout is not an end destination. It's a place to pause, reflect, and move forward. It's where the heart goes From hard to humble. It's a place where the blind can open to bring light to darkness. It's a place that we may have been destined as a test or a trial to prepare us for the next race at God's pace. Remember that being a light is being loving. Love often grows when we aren't in a hurry. Thank you for listening to the Work Life OSIS podcast, part of the work-life resources created by Own Your Five to Nine. I hope that you have found encouragement and a few ideas to strengthen your journey to purpose, freedom, and balance. Have you overcome burnout and found a new way of life? Millions around the globe are still at the risk of burnout and losing it all, and your story may be the one that sparks not only a dream but action. Visit ownyour5to9.com for more information and to submit your story. While you're there, join the Work Life UBIOSIS newsletter and receive additional resources weekly right to your inbox. If you enjoy this podcast, take time to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Share it with a friend or a loved one. Remember, the most important organization in the world is the family. Let's do our part to strengthen it. Thank you for listening.